0: great news everyone jesus is alive and well this is glenn raglan educational and transformational ministries great ministries welcome to this week's podcast let's pray father we love you for all the blessings in your storehouse we love you for loving us we praise you and we glorify your great name we continue to pray for peace in israel We lift up the family of Jerry Jackson, who passed from a long battle with cancer. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do. In the name of the author of salvation, Jesus Christ, amen. We continue our study on the historical Jesus, and the material supplied by the gospel narrative is divided into three parts. The preparation, the ministry, and the consummation. This week we start with the preparation. If we are honest, most people concentrate on the ministry and the consummation. That's because very little is written in the Bible about his preparation. Matthew chapter 2, verses 19 through 23 is the story of Joseph escaping to Egypt with Jesus and Mary, as well as their return. King Herod wanted to kill young Jesus, but an angel warned Joseph in a dream to flee to Egypt. Later, an angel told Joseph in a dream to go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the young child's life are now dead. But Herod's son was now king, and Joseph was afraid to go back to Judea, so he took Jesus and Mary to Galilee. Matthew chapter 2, verse 23 proclaims, And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, He shall be called a Nazarene. My brothers and sisters, the words, He shall be called a Nazarene, is not directly spoken by any Old Testament prophet. However, Matthew used the plural prophets, and perhaps his idea was not based on a specific prophecy, but on the idea that appeared in a number of prophecies concerning the Messiah's despised character. Nazareth was a town which housed the Roman garrison for northern Galilee. The city is not mentioned in the Old Testament and it held a special contempt for the Jews. When Philip told Nathaniel that he had found Jesus of Nazareth, Nathaniel replied in John chapter 1, verse 46, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? My comrades... The Jews hated that the Romans occupied their land, and they hated the Romans in Nazareth, and they hated anyone who came from the town. And so, part of the preparation of the character of Jesus came from growing up in a town that everyone hated. There is information recorded about his birth, and after that, nothing is written about his early years until he was twelve years old, then silence for eighteen years. As I mentioned last week, Luke's Gospel used eyewitness testimony, and the most likely source for the early years of Jesus' life would have come from Mary. The last time Joseph is mentioned in the Bible is in Luke's account of Jesus in the temple at 12 years old. After that, there is no mention of him. Luke's account of the 12-year-old Jesus is found in Luke chapter 2, verses 41-52. through 52. Verse 41 says, His parents went to Jerusalem every year at the Feast of the Passover. Folks, Joseph and Mary showed that they were devout Jews by attending the Feast of the Passover every year. Exodus chapter 23 verses 14 through 17 is God's command for the men of Israel to attend three annual festivals each year. Passover was the most important of these festivals. At age 13, Jewish boys officially became Jewish men, but the twelve year old Jesus would show that he was ready. The one day Passover was followed by the seven day Feast of Unleavened Bread. As I mentioned in last week's podcast, Luke was writing his gospel to an educated Greek audience, and he specifically mentions Theophilus by including the annual pilgrimage to Jerusalem. Luke is showing that Jesus was not outside the Jewish customs, yet the leadership had him killed. Throughout the years, as Jesus was growing up, he was learning about the law of Moses. Jewish children were taught to study the law, to love the law, and to obey the law. Verse 42 reads, And when he was twelve years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. My friends... Only males were required to go to Jerusalem, but devout women also traveled to the festival. The distance between Nazareth and Jerusalem was about 64 miles, and it would take them about a week to walk. At age 12, Jewish boys become known as a son of the law and was required to attend the festivals personally. Verse 43 declares, When they had finished the days, as they returned... The boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it. Friends, we live in a different time, because if parents today leave a child behind, the Department of Children's Services has a remedy for your neglect. Verse 44 explains why they left a 12-year-old behind. It says, But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey, and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Folks, whole families would go to Jerusalem, and they would travel in large groups for companionship and security. So Joseph and Mary did not worry about Jesus on the first day's journey back home. Can you imagine the feeling in the pit of their stomachs when they realized Jesus was not with the group. Now I took my two kids to Disney World and we were standing in line for food and they wanted to get out of line and go watch an artist draw pictures. They were only 30 feet away and when I turned my head, they were gone. That is not a good feeling. I had to get out of line and if you've been to Disney, you know about the long lines and went to look for them. I found them a few moments later, but the fear of losing them in 142 acres of rides, restaurants, and people was gut-wrenching. By the way, they never left my side the rest of the trip. Joseph and Mary had walked a day's journey before they realized he was missing, and they walked another day to get back to Jerusalem. Listen to verse 46. Now so it was after three days they found him in the temple sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. My brothers and sisters, what do you ask the creator of the universe, who was 12 years old in human body, but was eternal otherwise? And Jesus is an all-knowing 12-year-old, who can answer any question that was posed to him and respond with wisdom beyond his years. Those who heard him must have wondered how a 12-year-old could talk with such learned doctors of the law. But the Bible says he also listened. Rabbis or teachers would use question-and-answer sessions to teach their students. And Jesus was a model student. Mary puts on her worried mother hat in verse 48. It declares, So when they saw him... They were amazed, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. My comrades, the daily teaching lasted until the evening sacrifice, so my question is, where was Jesus all night for the last three nights? As Jesus endured the normal parent scolding, he was being prepared to face the questions, the traps, the ridicule, the threats, and the people in all of his presence. Verse 49 contains the first spoken words of Jesus in Luke's gospel. He says to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Joseph was a carpenter, and his earthly father, and his business was wood. But the business of hand of Jesus was to bring salvation to people from all classes, races, and nations. Jesus was sent to do the things of the Father and not of the parents. He would return home with his parents, obey them, and grow in wisdom. Folks, Jesus prepared himself for a life of service to mankind. Are you prepared to meet him in heaven? Are you ready? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the lesson of boy Jesus getting himself ready to serve the world. Teach us to get ready, for the day is coming. In the name of the Son of the Most High God, Jesus Christ, amen. Would you like to be prepared for heaven? The first thing you must do is give your life to Jesus Christ. He will prepare you through the Word and through the Holy Spirit. Repent of your sins and be baptized. Will you do that today? I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address, which is hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for great ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.